Hey everybody, this is Mandy, and I make really great drinks. Hi everyone, this is Ollie, and I'm getting an iPhone. And this is the Mandy and Ollie podcast. You search for guys with the most things. Daddy ran away, left your mama with the keys to the Mustang. Yeah, keys to the Mustang. It's a long day, probably going to continue to be a long week, coming off of a long weekend. So I guess the best way to describe how I'm feeling is a little tired, Okay, but I'm all right. How about you? I am also having a Mun Wednesday. Basically, it seems like I'm repeating Monday. Today started off really slow, then ended up being just hectic, like just chaos mode, chaos mode, chaos mode. So... I'm glad to be on the winding down end of that. Okay. Okay. So, Mm -hmm. how are you feeling about your goals? Um, still lackluster. Not set in stone with with anything, and I feel like that's helped me be less disappointed with certain things I might have had on my to-do list that I didn't get to done. So I'm okay with the laxness of it all right now. How are yours coming along? Um, So we are now in the month of March, and I feel like I've made a new goal for myself for March, which is centered around um, content and really supporting um and posting more content um I've definitely made this goal for myself before in regards to the podcast and um I don't really know how (laughs) if I've been better at it but one thing that um I also want to do is support other people's businesses and and um situations with stuff um I definitely will, you know, if I see someone, I'm not, I'm not someone that's active on social media, which I've talked about before. And, um, I'm just generally an observer, like just scroll, see what's going on, maybe hit a double tap or like, or whatever. And, um, I've just been seeing a lot of stuff where it says, you know, hitting that like button really isn't much in the engagement department and, or even like, and the best way to show support for, for things. So, um, I'm like, okay, at the very least, even if I see something while I'm double tapping it, I can also repost it, um, or share it and let other people see the things that I say that I like or say that I care about. So for the month of March, I'm trying to definitely, um, share more things for, to show support for the people that I want to support and um, for this podcast specifically to really try and learn how to post things more and um, share it not just on the podcast page, but on my personal page. So that's my goal for the month of March. Um, And then of course I have school stuff and that's been crazy um this past weekend pretty much just back-to-back exams and um projects and stuff like that and not 
necessarily coming down to like a slower point. Um, still a lot that I need to get done and I want to, to try and stay on track with things. So, yep. I felt like that was a lot of talking, but, um, that's how I'm doing with my goals. Okay. So you can mosey on over to the safe space. Uh, what's on your docket for this is a safe space? Sure. So I usually have very interesting conversations with this one friend of mine. And thankfully, we ended up on the phone today and we ended up having an interesting conversation. So what he was expressing to me was that he was starting to um, date around again. He was he was trying to be polite about it and say he was dating like a different kind of woman. And so I was like, do you mean like a higher caliber woman? Like, what do you mean? He's like, no, not that. Just women who aren't trying to drain me of my pockets. And so already my interest was peaked and I was like, okay, please elaborate. And so he was expressing that whenever it's like, let's go out or there's a trip plan that he's always paying for everything, paying for dates, paying for tickets, paying for outings, special events and all this other good stuff. But lately, as of late, he's been dating women who are like, Oh no, I'll pay for dinner. Oh no, I'll pay for this. I'll pay for that. So he's been um, pleasantly surprised. And that made me surprised. I'm like, are you saying that all the women you've dated previously, none of them have paid for anything. And he genuinely said, yes, that's correct. <laughs> I always pay for everything, whether it's girlfriends or someone I'm dating or anything. And I was like, well, that sounds like you allowed yourself <laughs> to get taken advantage of. So that started a conversation about um, like going Dutch and, you know, what expectations are and just, you know, being clear up front. And so he also expressed, he was like, well, it's not like I want to date women and, you know, they come expecting that, you know, they have to pay for something like, you know, I will take care of it. Like I've been taking care of it, but it's nice, you know, it's surprising when a woman's like, oh no, I'll pay for dinner. Or, oh no, I'll pay for this ticket. And he was like, it's just throwing him off. So, um, too long didn't listen. I'm wondering if this is as uncommon as he thinks it is, because in my mind, going Dutch is common going half or taking turns is common and not, you know, putting that burden solely on someone based on their genetic buildup or identification um, is not uncommon. So I guess I just wanted to get some feedback on that. Um, while I haven't been the person who is, always getting treated on dates. I'm not surprised to hear that he has always paid for dates. Um, some people kind of set that standard, um, whether it's the guys or the men or the um, masculine figure like wants to always pay or um, the woman or feminine figure is like, no, I, I expect to be treated. Um, some people just kind of hold that standard and, and live by that. I feel like, you know, in starting my dating experience, <laughs> even in high school, um, it wasn't my money, but <laughs> my prom date, my parents, you know, paid for it. He didn't pay for, for us to go out to eat and stuff. Like my parents, in theory, gave me the money and I gave him the money. And... 
I just always took that from not like he was a deadbeat or whatever, but I was in high school and he was a college student. So in theory, neither of us really had money. And so it was understandable to be like whatever um, source we tend to get our money from being our parents or if he had like a part time job to just kind of be understanding and flexible with that. But some people don't grow up with or whether it's like a learned behavior or just like a trait that they pick up themselves. Some people don't, don't have that thought process. So, um, I, I, I feel like we, maybe it talks about this before, but I wouldn't even want to have someone that always pays for, for things because, um, of a control or power dynamic. Um, but, but I also, (laughs) had to learn to let people treat me. Um, that took a while because I was used to just kind of like going halves and, and if he's appreciating that the women are, are offering to pay, I definitely think he should take that offer up because it's the same. I feel like even though I am a woman and typically um, it would be more expected for me to be treated. I think, in any aspect of someone not being accustomed to a certain thing, it's going to take some energy and time for them to, you know, learn and experience something new. And in the space of someone offering you something new, definitely take advantage of it while it lasts because very likely won't always be like that. So, um, in reference to your friend, I hope that he enjoys this ride Keep letting them pay. They keep offering. (laughs) He's definitely been enjoying it. I mean, it's still relatively new. So to hear him, I won't say he was like gleeful or joyful. He just, again, was very pleasantly surprised. So that just, that tickled me because I've never heard him in that emotion before. So it just really, really tickled me and made me laugh. Um, And it also made me feel like, I feel like in my past relationships, I never expected things or demanded things to be done for me, but they, they just were. But I was also the person like, oh, yeah, we can take turns or I'll pay for it this time or we can go half season on stuff. So to hear about other situations, to hear about, as Trina says, other situations where people are just getting like treated all the time and all they're expected to do is show up and look pretty. I'm just like, like I hear about these things like, you know, on the television and stuff like that. But um, to know what's happening with everyday regular folks is just surprising to me. (laughs) I mean, TV people can be regular people, but I feel you. Um, Yeah, I I just think it's a dynamic that some people are used to or, or, or expect slash demand. Like some people really are like, no you're going to pay and if they get any inkling of you not about to pay they're gonna be like all right well that's the end of this so yeah and there's some men that are like oh she tried to pay for me like what's that about right she must think she big and bad or whatever right and okay so that's another thing i asked him i'm like okay well because he said because I said, are you just usually dealing with, like, broke people? And he was like, yes. And I was like, okay, well, why? And he was like, well, honestly, like, even if they don't have money, like, broke people are, like, hella fun. 
um, like, you know our ways. The people he was saying, the people that he dates, make up for it in other ways. So he's not really like counting pockets. So he's not thinking about it. But at the end of the, their time together, or the end of a trip, he realizes that he's drained and they didn't contribute financially to whatever fun they were having. Mm. Janine Daniels, who we um, appreciate her work and skill level, said that in one of her shows. She was like, broke dudes have the best dick. Um, dick game. So <laughs> I, I definitely feel like when people aren't bringing money, they're bringing something to the table. <laughs> um, they're not getting all of that free enjoyment for nothing. So Yeah. 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 What's in your docket for This Is a Safe Space? Um, I don't know that my This Is a Safe Space is specifically a topic, but I've just been very mentally exhausted um, on top of being busy, which I talked about in my goals earlier, but I've just been mentally exhausted for the past week, two weeks, and in being in that mentally exhausted state, I've just been crying at everything. And I feel like I talked about on the podcast how um, I used to be somewhere where I'm like, oh, I'm crying. I'm going to stop. I don't want to cry. Now I'm like, nope, <laughs> if we're going to be sad or if, we're, if tears are falling, because it's not just sadness. I do, I'm, I'm realizing in my adult age that tears are just an expression of strong emotion. So I think that's why sometimes people cry when they're happy. It's just like the overwhelmingness of any one specific emotion can bring about tears. And for me right now, it's just like I'm so exhausted and drained and maybe a little um just in my feelings that I'll I'll of course sad things if I see a sad thing on the TV or on the street it makes me get teary eyed but just like everything is making me teary eyed and I'm like this is this is clearly something I need to get out of my system. So um that's just where I'm at in my life right now and I guess I felt like it was something to to be talked about like moments of of extreme emotion and if you've had that in your life and and how you felt about it sure I do feel like I'm not on a level of an empath but I do feel like I do feel strong emotions like when I'm happy I'm really happy when I'm sad I'm really sad same for depressed anxious panicky whatever it is I feel like the emotion comes on um at a very high level for me and it's not always easy for me to process it or like sometimes if I'm crying I've tried to do the thing where I'm like looking in the mirror and I'm like okay stop or okay remember this feeling and that doesn't (laughs) help (laughs) sway it you know in the future or you know I have this video of literally because someone suggested to me like well when this happens again because you know it'll happen again you know record yourself crying and look back at the video so you know that this person did this and that's how it made you feel and don't go back yada yada and I've tried that and I did it and I didn't look back at the video. <laughs> so um, when I am feeling strong emotions, I if I'm uh, by myself, I try to just kind of like ride it out. But if I'm around other people, I try to keep in mind that other people are in my vicinity and I don't want any of those emotions to transfer to them, like jump off at them or be um, directed at them. So I try to... Um, 
I guess, withhold it or like shake it off. But if it's just me, I will definitely revel in whatever it is I'm feeling. That's interesting that you feel like you don't want to rub it off on other people. Um, Recently, I had someone say to me how they appreciate that I do kind of that I am okay with expressing my feelings and emotions that I'm in tune with my emotions, like, and not, um, ashamed of them or not afraid to like show them to people. And that's definitely something like, you know, of course, when they said that, I was like, you know, I was the emotional when they said it, I was like, thank you. But also I, I had to think about it and I was like, that's definitely something, um, that took time for me because to not in that moment, that I'm feeling emotional and getting teary-eyed to not even think about other people. Like there's so many times you put other people's thoughts or expectations or whatever first. And, um, I already feel like when, when you start to express emotions, people are trying to find ways to counteract it or to, lessen it like you being like when folks are extremely excited they'd be like all right chill out or when folks are extremely sad they'd be like okay you're doing too much like that people are always trying to take away from whatever feeling that you're feeling and and level it and it's like why do I have to level it what what about me feeling how I'm feeling is making you uncomfortable and making you want to change it and I can't measure my emotions on what um other people are feeling the the only reason why I would be like in my mind and I haven't experienced that yet to be like okay I'm not gonna feel how I'm feeling right now is if I had kids but I don't have that so if I'm operating with adults (laughs) to me I'm just like you aren't gonna make me feel the ways about however I'm feeling in this moment um but of course, that's that's something that's you know within the five years I've start I've started doing, not like I've been doing it my whole life or anything. Right, I don't agree with people taking away from um, how someone is feeling or how someone is working through their emotions. Um, semicolon, however, comma, I don't want to be upset and then take that out on somebody who's innocently just, you know, around me or in my area. I don't want to be mad about something or, you know, reveling in my sadness and then transfer that to someone else, be all doom and gloom on them Mm. when they're not like, they have nothing to do with me reveling in my feelings. So, yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. anything for my meat and potatoes and I don't want to pull anything up out my behind so I'm ready to move on to the unappreciated wars unless you have something else to add to meat and potatoes sure I didn't (laughs) I thought you was gonna ask me after you said you didn't have nothing but you were I I shouldn't do it yeah go ahead if you have something else sure we just okay I mean you didn't say what's on your plate you just like I mean (laughs) You didn't ask. Uh, well, my meat potatoes was just talking about like adulting things. We used to 
talk a lot about different adulting things and mm-hmm. um the adulting things that I feel like I'm really experiencing right now is a really caring about organization and mm-hmm. wanting to organize aspects of my life which some people would say is boring um compared to the other things that I'm going to say on this list I think is just nice it's just nice to understand um new ways of decluttering your life, making it a little bit more, you know, when you get rid of clutter, you're freeing up your mind and your actual space. And hopefully things are, you know, just gives you a little woo air to breathe and some joy, you know, Marie coded that shit. Um, is that her name? Marie Kondo. Marie Kondo that shit. <laughs> Um, so I'm very much into organizing right now in my adult life. The other thing that I've been seeing is just like constantly checking death counts. Like, I feel like this is something old people used to do where they check the obituaries to see if their friend passed away or whatever. But in these here 2020s, it just feels like folks are dying very young. And even within my age group, it's like, okay, I'm checking for people to either, to see who's either having a kid or if someone's passing away. And that's really freaky to feel like I'm at that point where it's like folks are either coming into this world or bringing life into this world or going out of this world. It's really, really freaking weird. So... But it's an aspect of, of adulting. Like, as you get older, people are going to continue to leave this earth. And um, I guess it's just weird to feel like it's a new thing to get used to. So, For um, sure. Um, yeah, aging comes with a lot of different things. I was pointing out, and I think I've mentioned this before on the podcast, like, every time I go see my grandparents now, like, I notice they're moving a little slower. I'm more so worried about the steps that they're using in the house, outside of the house. And it's it's just weird to be at that age where you see someone physically aging. Or now, yeah, you are worried about, you know, going through obituaries. You are worried about seeing those Facebook halo angel messages pop up or, you know, so-and-so passed away or, hey, class of this and that, we lost this person. And, and it's just like it's it's not something that I thought about when you know I was in middle school, high school, college, even out of college. But the older I get, the more I'm realizing, okay, I am an older person. Time doesn't stop around me. You know what I mean? Just because I'm living my life and having my experiences, and mm-hmm. everyone else is going through their own things, getting older, aging, falling down, getting hurt, passing away, and it's just um, I feel like that's another layer of (laughs) stress and anxiety to process on top of us already, you know, having to live our day-to-day lives. So it's just, I don't feel like it's something that I've gotten used to yet. And it's not something I enjoy having to be a part of. So yeah, adulting. Adulting. Okay. Now we can go into the underappreciated awards. Yeah. Oh, wait. Did you want to say something about people having babies before we go? (laughs) What specifically? You said you were, like, what did you mean? 
Like, what about? I'm saying, like, I'm either checking for people to be coming into this world, Mm -hmm. being having babies, Mm -hmm. or coming out of this world, being folks passing away. I'd say I'm over the checking for babies thing that I did do in college and after college, like the whole babies thing, the engaged thing, getting married, you got a house, all that good stuff. Like I'm over checking for people doing that part of adulting. <laughs> so yeah, that's not on my docket. Okay. All right. Now we ready. Yeah. For the underappreciated words. Yeah. So my underappreciated award is going to two different people. The first one is going to my new pen pal. I have a new pen pal, y'all, and I haven't had a pen pal in, I want to say, over two decades. So I'm really excited about writing with this person and exchanging, like, all kinds of goodies and just... Um, being able to like go back to snail mail. I've always loved snail mail, like sending cards, sending packages. So to have this new experience is like really exciting for me. And also um, to another friend, I got this really, really, really sweet concerning message from a friend and it just made me feel seen and not forgotten and supported. And I just really, really, really appreciated reading that. So those two underappreciated awards, are being sent out to them. Shout out to old friends, new friends, pen pals, mm-hmm. email, mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. that stuff. Yeah. Who's getting your I've never had a pen pal. Oh, do you want okay. one? Do you really trying to... No. No, it's fine. Mind the appreciated award. Um, as I said, it's We Are in March, and that is Women's History Month. So I just wanted to give my underappreciated award to some women's. So first, I'm going to give my underappreciated award to Don Lewis. She was a token, in my opinion, and um, not token like token black person, but like a token is in a gem a staple in 90s black television um of course being known as Jaleesa from a different world going on to hang with Mr. Cooper she's also a singer and a songwriter she wrote the theme song for a different world so I wanted to give her a shout out she is still acting today currently um in a Star Trek animated series and still doing stuff you know in live action world I also wanted to give an underappreciated award to Amy Poehler. She is one of the funniest people to come out of SNL. And I feel like, unlike Tina Fey, who some of, even though I enjoy some of Tina Fey's work, some of the stuff she does, I'd be like, this is questionable or slightly distasteful. <laughs> um, Amy Poehler, I never really feel that way about. And she just had a film release on Netflix called Moxie, which is basically just like a modern conversation on feminism. And I think we assume like, oh, as generations get older, everyone's getting more quote unquote woke. Everyone's getting more, um, thoughtful in how they behave and removing toxic behavior. But I think there's, you know, it's been very clear that there's still a lot of things that are being held onto, but also understanding like what those tropes and concepts and stereotypes mean and how, in order to understand how they're ingrained in our system and, and make change for them. So 
I've started the film. I haven't finished it yet, but it looks really good. And I just appreciate um, Amy, Amy for producing this film to really have this conversation. So, yep, those two women are getting my underappreciated work. I was so confused. You said Amy Poehler, and for some reason, my brain was like Amy Schumer. And so I was like, I know she's not talking about Amy Schumer. So then I Googled, and I was like, that's not Amy Schumer. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to tell the people where they can find us? Yep, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at MNO Podcast, where you can slide in our DMs. Um, Respond to our posts, repost us if you're trying to be like me and improve your social media engagement. You can also send us your questions, comments, and concerns at mandyandolly at gmail.com. Please be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen so that you know when we drop a new episode. Sounds good. It was good talking to y'all. Bye.